Hi, everybody. I'm Peter Travers. Welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. So just start singing your ABBA song favorites to do it, because <laughs> there is a second Mamma Mia called Here We Go Again. It stars among many people, but especially for me, my guest today, Lily James, who is playing the young Donna, which means the young Meryl Streep. No pressure there. <laughs> and is, I'm going to tell you right here, spectacular in it. Thank so you. welcome. Thank welcome. you. <laughs> when you do something like that, do you say to your own head, geez, you know, I can't really screw this up. Oh my <laughs> God, yeah. The pressure was like, oh, oh, out of this world. I, that was the thing that really took took me a, a pause before I said yes, where I was like, can I do this? Can I commit to trying to recreate something by Meryl Streep, who I've loved and admired like the rest of the world my whole life? So, um, yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> well, plus, not only are you playing her character, Young, mm. but <laughs> you've got the lion's share of the singing yeah. and the dancing and yeah. the moving around, you know? This yeah. was, it was it. Yeah. So what do you do? You say, okay, I've said yes. Now what There's do no I do? no going back. <laughs> so right. that's it. it. Um, so, you know what? The truth is, I, I used to sing and dance a lot when I was a kid and it was something I've sort of lost, I'd lost touch with and, and sort of hadn't imagined going back there. But I'd... I'd loved the show, Mamma Mia. I listened to ABBA as a little kid. My dad played me them. And and so it felt like... I was. I knew every word to every song of the... Also, it was meant to be. It kind of felt like it was like coming back to something that I'd loved and lost my way with. And then suddenly I was doing it. And it was... And also to draw on, you know, as much as it was intimidating, playing, taking on the, the role Meryl did, it, the, the character of Donna Sheridan is just too good to miss. She is incredible. And I just thought, I've got to just dive in headfirst. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you do? Do you ever... I, I read something somewhere that you sometimes can lose your voice. Mm, all what? the time. You can really? hear it now. I sound like I've smoked It just disappears. Bags. That's great. Yeah. Everybody on set... <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> it's my worst nightmare, isn't yeah. it? Where you, you're having a nightmare and you want to scream and you can't, no sound comes out. And it was kind of like living that constantly. And before I went and recorded with Benny and Bjorn from ABBA mm -hmm. in Stockholm, and I didn't speak for a week before because <laughs> I was so frightened of losing my voice. It was the first time in my life that I've shut up. <laughs> so the pre, but you know, I could tell. And you can tell me I'm totally wrong. It seems like in some of those numbers, you're actually singing live. Yeah, there's some moments, yeah, but where it's like there's a more raw sound, which... Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'd have loved to have done it live because I think there's a certain energy and spontaneity you get. But having said that, I think the quality of the sound would have been slightly lost. And also to get to record with Benny and Bjorn prior to it and mm -hmm. sort of establish the sound and the feel and the vibe of the music with them leading every note you know that was one of the best parts of the whole job well there's a nice mix of it mm, there is though yeah. Doing that. yeah it's kind of great to see that it it all works when yeah. did you in the process of shooting this say it's going okay <laughs> I mean, God, I don't know if I've even thought that yet. I'm like still in such a whirlwind of it all. But honestly, I can't, I hate, I always seems like actors say this and you're never sure to believe them or not, but, and I don't want to be too corny, but I had the time of my life. I 
Oh, was, an ABBA song. Yeah, I was singing ABBA. ABBA Yeah, I'm quoting ABBA now. It's literally yeah. all I can think. Uh, well, yes. you can't come out of that movie without doing that. Okay? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I can't believe I've been saying that and I haven't thought of that. I'll just, I should just sing my interviews sing, from now on. Please do. <laughs> then the um, voice will be shot yeah, completely. Then it's, then yeah, then it'll be dead. Um, but I guess I, I thought it was going to be okay when I realized I was dancing on a boat in the sunshine with ABBA blaring out and I was just having so much fun that I just thought regardless what happens I'll always have this experience um of dancing on a boat I mean <laughs> of dancing on a boat <laughs> trying not to fall in <laughs> I think Meryl said um about the first film it was criminal how much fun they had mm-hmm. and that's kind of sums it up for me it was just yeah well, she was really thrilled having all these women, but you, by, by playing the young Donna, mm-hmm. now, yeah. we see you with these three guys. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> there was no slut-shaming going <laughs> no! on in those days. No, but... but it's these three guys, in a, not the same time, but in a rough, so mm-hmm. that we don't know who the baby daddy is. We don't know who the baby we daddy is. What do you, you, nobody knows. I mean, you don't know. I'm no. assuming nobody told you. No. But who would you theorize this? I think it's Bill. Might be because he's blonde, <laughs> um, but also I, I don't know. I've always I've always had a feeling. It was, even in the, with the first film with Stellan, and but I just sort of thought that Sophie feels. But then I don't know. I Sam and Harry. I, I don't know. All of them. I want all of them. <laughs> yeah, hard work for you. Yeah. Just doing one of these love scenes after another. Yeah, I mean, it was no, it wasn't really hard work. Okay. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was. You mentioned the slut shaming thing, and that's that was really important when I when I was going to do this and I spoke to the director and I was like it needs to be celebrated it, that, that, that her sort of sexual choice and freedom and, and, and that needs to be something that is never apologised for mm-hmm. and, and I think that's a rare story we get now even in modern films where you, you get to glory in that as a woman um, so yeah well because you're playing the young Meryl Streep character mm. <laughs> you don't get many scenes with I know. That's the only, <laughs> the only annoying thing. I think it's very tough. But did the two of you talk about this and about how you... Well, no, not really. I mean, by the time I met her, <laughs> we were quite far into filming. And, you know, I think she just wanted to let me get on with it and own it. And, and I spoke to a lot of people around, like Judy Kramer, who created the show. And we had, like, meetings where she talked about the conversations that she'd had with Meryl and the direction that Meryl had wanted to go. And, and then my biggest source was just the film, which I watched billions and trillions of times yes yes (laughs) i can quote every second of that movie (laughs) i could say like scene seven yeah i know (laughs) page 89 (laughs) what is this yeah i i just felt like i needed to try and try and even though i wasn't doing an imitation and i i'd never be able to i i um i wanted to capture the essence of what what she created in Donna and that fearlessness and, and a few gestures and characteristics. Yeah, I saw that physicality. But that was the main thing I focused on. I thought you, didn't do a, you didn't try to do a voice. No, I, I did try at one point and I just couldn't I I and and then also I didn't want too much that was gonna like I, I had to surrender to the moment I had to try and put myself into it too but um and and I spoke with the director and we decided not to go in that direction but I certainly tried to get the physicality right um yeah I think it would have been great had Meryl Streep decided to visit and watch you oh my god imagine oh pressure but 
yeah, but she was like when I did finally meet her, she um I was trying not to cry and <laughs> and she was just gave me such a big bear hug and she was like really so generous and cool and like let me really feel like I was I was on you know I was on the right track and I was um allowed you know she in a way it felt like I had her blessing you know um so yeah so what was your happiest day on here we go again Oh my god. The Lord. end when they said it. <laughs> god, no. You can rest. No, that was the saddest day. Honestly, I'd have I'd shoot this film for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the scene at the end when we're all dancing together, mm-hmm. there's Cher, there's Meryl Collins, Stella and Julie, Christine, all the all these legends of cinema um, dressed in lycra. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's fireworks and sparkles and smoke. Doing and it's a front row concert of a Cher, a Cher singing ABBA is like a whole other yeah, that's game. never happened before. Oh. So that day was wild. Like, that was a real pinch me day. Where... Did you get to talk to Cher about uh, anything? Well, more so now, mm-hmm. having done press with her and uh-huh. stuff. And she gave us all a, a gift at on wrap, like this amazing necklace that she'd had engraved. And really? she's so generous and cool. And, like, she has amazing advice and... I, I just couldn't believe how, like, because she's Cher, and so I was expecting, like, I don't know what I was expecting, but not just this completely, like, normal, cool mm-hmm. person. And, and and I know Amanda um, got really close with her because they had so many scenes together, and they're, like, tight, and, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I love the way you say that. She's like Cher. Yeah, yeah, there she is. I mean, her singing, and I was watching at the monitors with Amanda, and my body was shaking. It was, it was really surreal, and her voice just suits the music so much. It's kind of a match made in heaven. But now she comes into the movie as just the way you just described it. It's like we're watching this movie, and then suddenly, <laughs> boom, she just comes in on some magic carpet. Yeah, and that's the way it is. Watching it at the premiere, that was pretty amazing because it was three thousand people. It was at the Hammersmith Apollo, and. When Cher arrived, the cinema erupted. And, and the same with Meryl. And the last sort of half an hour of the film, I think, is just triumphant. And it goes from one killer number to the next and culminating in everyone doing the ABBA Mamma Mia special finale. And it's just, I think it's so uplifting. Uh, yeah. What was the number for you that you loved doing the most? My favourite was Mamma Mia, though, doing that with the two girls, Jess and Alexa, the Dynamos. Mm-hmm. There was... The young Christine Baranski oh, and Julie Walters. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And this feeling of girl power and utter freedom and empowerment and just balls. It was <laughs> the whole thing just... I was living my best girl band life, and it was, um, it was as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> but look at you in terms of your career. Mm. It's like you are on a roll, like uh-huh. no tomorrow, <laughs> you know? It's it. I mean, yeah, I- I, just last year, Baby Driver, mm. where you were amazing. That movie's one of my favorites. Oh, that came thank you. So you're so working cool, with Edgar it? Wright. You're mm. having this great time. Then you just sort of roll into the darkest hour <laughs> with Gary Oldman. Playing Winston Churchill's secretary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it's it's still yeah. It I don't know, it's bizarre to me still when I like when you name those films in a row and I'm I'm I just feel so kind of lucky to have been a part of them and and they are different and And you're not Cinderella, you know, after Cinderella Mm. you could have said 
I want to always be Cinderella. Gone, <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite of doing that now. Yeah. Although that will always obviously have the most mm-hmm. precious place in my heart because it was such a... I'm sure you stole the shoes and the... <laughs> I've got... Do you know what? I, I actually have got under my bed a lot of Cinderella. Like, because the designers, m- loads of designers like Louboutin and Jimmy Choo, and they made, like, custom Cinderella mm-hmm. sh- shoes around that time, and I got to keep a pair of each. And, like, underneath my bed is... There's just so much money's worth of shoes. <laughs> like, oh, my God, I hope if, if anyone ever comes and robs me, they steal don't... No, I, I don't think oh, I stole them. No. So I, hope, I hope I was allowed <laughs> to keep them. People, that they're, they're under her bed. I know, I did not right. give it away. You can find... It's like my bed feels them. like magic. <laughs> They've been wondering where they are. It's like if I ever met someone who had a shoe fetish, I'd be like, <laughs> they, <"They're>... look, <laughs> look, it's all... It's so whip him out. <laughs> Here we go to do this. How did this? That's great. And well, I have to ask you this because we're all hearing there's another Downton. There's a Downton Abbey movie. Yes, are it's you, so exciting. Are you in it? Oh God, no! I. What do you mean no? no? Well, do you know what the thing is? I mean, it's still all happening in its development, and I don't really know how much I should particularly say. But all mm-hmm. I do know is that it's going to be so exciting. I'm so. Oh, I just, I'm so glad it's happening. It, it needed to happen, and everyone's getting back together. And I, 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 you know, whether I'm in it or not, I'll be there. Like you don't know yet. Well, <laughs> no, I, I'm it would pretty be a sure big I'm not mistake. in it. <laughs> I love the idea that everybody's going to be there. I just had a, a real image in my head yeah. of Maggie Smith and this whole cast all doing Abba song. <laughs> <laughs> what we just do gel right. the two? Just put the two together. They'd be great. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? <laughs> knowing me, knowing you, it would be great for all of that. I just want oh, to see it happen. I'd love to see Maggie do that. Yeah. That would <laughs> be too. one of the joys of my life. <laughs> right. But you don't know yet. So we no, don't. I do kind of know. I mean, I think in a way they need to focus the storylines and keep it with the core family. And obviously my character, Lady Rose did leave the show just before the end of the final well, series. Well, she went to New York. She's in New York. How hard is a great that time. to get her back? <laughs> we'll see. I think, you know, everybody <laughs> needs to call Julian Fellows and say, <laughs> <Not a> <laughs> this, this has to be done. So I just want to go back to the beginning of you and this whole thing with music, because Cinderella wasn't a musical per mm. se, though you did sing at mm. the end of mm. the credits. Yeah, I did, it? yeah. A dream is a wish your heart makes it, yeah. like to do that. Yeah. But suddenly you're in this, which is a musical comedy pro would be daunted by. Yeah. And you're doing it. Do you want more? Are you going to want to do this again? Yeah, I think so. I, it's, it's so strange, really, because I grew up watching, you know, My Fair Lady and Cabaret and Sound of Music and Wizard of Oz and all these films and in a way, whenever I see them, I just go, oh, they're the movies I truly, truly love. So it's weird that it's actually taken me so long to realize that I would want to be a part of musicals and films that have mm-hmm. that kind of heart. So I do, I would like to revisit this, you know. I, I, well, yeah, I think so. If people aren't sick of me doing, you know. Well, that's the thing. It's the heart. <laughs> yeah. So your, your parents were very much into this kind of thing. That's what they did. They took you to musicals. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So every every year for my birthday, when I was, you know, a young girl to a teenager, um, they we'd get on the train to London and we, we'd walk to a theatre. I wouldn't know which one in West End. And we'd suddenly walk up and I'd be like, oh, I'm seeing Mamma Mia or I'm seeing... Avenue Q or Les Mis or whatever it would be, it would be a surprise. So um, 
and it was my love. It was my where I was happiest. I love the theatre. I mean, so yeah, it is. It has been kind of emotional coming back to something that was so important to me as a child. All right, so you know <laughs> that when we end this show, <laughs> it's a little bit of song. <laughs> yeah. And your voice is, is still yeah. with you. I remember this from the last time. I can't now remember she remembers what I did. It and she sings, what? No. <laughs> no. Here we go. Yes. Something. Do something Abba-ish. Oh, oh should have thought about this before. God no, it. it's never good to know it before because then you're prepared. Uh, it's not coming. It's not springing yeah. from your, your heart. Um, so I just da, sing. Da, da, da. Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay, what, what should I go through? Um, I'll do my song that I loved. Although Moulin Rouge is just singing out to me right now. <laughs> my gift is my song. <laughs> and this one's for you. <laughs> I don't know why that came to me. Nope. <laughs> is that enough? No, it is. Of course it's not God. enough. I wanted um, a smidgen of Amber. Oh, you want Amber. Okay, yeah. look, I'll go back to Amber. Okay. Um, uh, sh- um, so, um, God. <laughs> Really well, I don't know one. any of this. What can I do? <laughs> no. um, I, do you know what? I, there's an, I love the song I do, Andante, Andante. Do you want a bit of Andante? Yes. Andante? So, um, uh, Take it easy with me, please. Touch me gently like a summer evening breeze. Is that enough? That's <laughs> enough. It's beautiful. And when you come back next, we'll just do a series of songs. Okay, good. And no interview at all. <laughs> okay. And Lily, thank you so Thanks. much. Such a pleasure. <laughs>